<clears throat> yo, yo, yo. Lematic, what's happening? Chris, um, this is going to be real quick. Really, really quick. Really quick. Uh, Briscoe, Tyrese, Ger- Gerard. Hey, hey, Corey. Tyrese, my man. I, you know, I'm, I understand why Takashi did what he did. He's not built like that. We saw that one coming. Nobody should, should be surprised. Just Rebel Zoe, what's that? BSG, what's up? That's that's what's happening. Young Mexico. Um, okay. It, I could see him snitching to get less time, but dude, he's already washed. Like he's already going. They're going to give him. They're going to get him the minimum. You got the minimum unless he gets a mitigated sentence. But he's done. He's I mean he's already washed. But no 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 Ernie no 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 Johnny what's happening? So yes Nick Nick did a video. Nick go check out Nick Taylor's uh he he we buried we buried good times. But I had to go back and dig it up one more time to kill it again. Okay. Um, let me see Corey. Any advice for new YouTubers? Can you check me out? Yo, just make content, bro. Be honest with yourself and stay true to yourself and just keep making comment man y'all check you out i have no issues with that i have no issues with that um i'm a, yo no i'm gonna trust i'm gonna get to all of them i'm gonna get to all of them it's gonna take me time Ram, <laughs> wake the hell up <laughs> my brother thank you uh the rams you know they could pull. They they could they could pull the uh, New Orleans with the Rams with the with the, the fires and shit. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they won it if they gave it to them. Uh, but let me let me let me redig up. Let me exhume good times one more time. Cause like I said, Nick Nick buried it. We buried this motherfucker. We put the salt on the ground. We set the bones on fire. I need to I need to exhume good times one more time. <laughs> Griff, that's what I'm here to do, Griff. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna finish it after this. Like I had to, I had to, I had to we had to exhume it. And I got I gotta kill it again one more time. Yeah, emo. Okay, uh, how how can I get you? Uh, yo, here, email me here, bro. I'll I'll text it here. Uh, uh, the high spell it. Yo, Corey, hit me there, bro. Um, Edmund, what's happening? Okay. So now I I know you guys, we all got cable, and like every Saturday, you see um, TV One has repeats of uh, Good Times back to back to back to back. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be long winded with this. Getting back to more of the all the male dysfunction of all the black males in this show, um, Nick made, Nick brought out some good points that I had forgotten that I missed. Uh, first, Keith, the the football player, right? He had an alcohol problem. And he was he was he was verbally abusive towards Thelma, and I, I, the turning point was when he was about to backhand Thelma, right? Because he was frustrated, you know, because he still harbored resentment towards JJ about him messing up his knee, right? And then you know JJ was trying his best to kind of make it all right, but you know he basically cost him a million dollars, right? Uh, you know, Thelma was trying to do her best as a good, good, the good doting wife, but you know, frustrations and being a man, not be able to do your thing. And you know, it, it all came to a head. So Keith had the alcohol problem, right? 
He had the alcohol problem. He was he was verbally abusive. He was borderline physically abusive, right? That was that was that was one dysfunction I missed that Nick picked up on. Second dysfunction that I think we, both of us had missed um, was James's father. Corey, my man, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Definitely hit me on the email, man. Hit me on the email. James's father, right? Remember James's father, the kid's grandfather. Uh, he came to visit. James didn't want nothing to do with his dad. Uh, the grandkids loved granddad. And and then he, as you get further back into James's backstory, James's father had left the home. I think he was a merchant marine or he left home to go work. And I guess the responsibility of being a father was too much for him. And he left, you know what I'm saying? And um, that gave James daddy issues. Right. And then James's daddy had a woman that nobody knew about. They weren't happy about that. Right. Just more, just more dysfunction. But the kicker, the total kicker, this, this example, this third and final example I'm going to give you speaks to today. The gender issues today. Ned the wino. Does anybody know why Ned became the homeless wino? I'll give you I'll give you guys time to answer the question. Does anybody remember why Ned initially became a wino? Prince O'Mill, my man. Look the hell up. Thank you again, bruh. Uh uh, Isada, opinions on daylight. Daylight's uh, he's a sharp individual. I like daylight. Shogun, what's happening, bro? Prince O'Mill. Does anybody remember why Ned became a wino? No, not over a woman, Ros- Well, yes, t- technically, yes, Roscoe. You're close, you're very, very close. Ned became a wino because Ned's wife was a nag. And here's the evidence I'm going to give it to you. Remember the episode when they were inspecting the apartments for like the best apartment, the cleanest apartment, right? The three uh, committee people were coming to check out the apartments. And somehow Ned the wino ended up in uh, James and Florida's apartment. And they decided to take on the task of cleaning up Ned the wino. I mean, clean up his appearance, you know, all that, all that good stuff, right? So what ends up happening? They put Ned in a suit, give him a haircut. Uh, he got him, got him, he got him to stop drinking for a few days, cleaned him up really, really nice. He was like night and day, night and day. So the the voting committee comes to James and Florida's apartment. Okay, and what you didn't know towards the end of the episode is the chairperson that makes a decision on who wins the apartment was Ned's wife. You you don't know that. Okay? So they go through the apartment. The chairperson says, oh, okay, you know what? I don't need to see anything else. Uh, Mrs. Evans, your, your apartment's the cleanest apartment. You guys win first prize. And her other two cohorts were like, well, wait a minute, we didn't check out the other apartments yet. And she was like, no, I'm the chairperson. Um, they won. Uh, if you don't like what I said, then tell James and, and, and Florida that their apartment's not the winner. So her two cohorts kind of backed down. So they let her win. You know, they gave her whatever the prize, whatever. She won the, the, the first place. So they leave. 
and they're celebrating because they won. It's like, oh yeah, plus you know, you know, we clean up Ned. He looks really good. He's sitting on the couch, like this stupid grin on his face the whole time. The whole time that they're they're there inspecting the apartment, he's got this crazy grin on his face. He's falling over. They're trying to put, pull pull him back up before the people can see him fall over and shit like that. Okay. The lady comes back. The chairperson. She comes back. What does she say? She says, "I didn't need to see the other apartments." Uh, you guys won because of how good Ned DeWino looks. I I know Ned, I I know I I know Ned. I know what he looks like, and they were like, "Well," because they were saying that was his, their, that was their cousin from out of town. He's like, "No, that's that's my husband." They were like, "Your husband, right?" She's like, "Yeah, I I know my husband anywhere. This is the." And and she said, you guys did a, a great job cleaning him up. She said, this is the first time in eight years I don't mind taking him home. And then you watch Ned, and he's got this grin on his face. And then it turns to just sheer, utter terror and sadness, right? Because he's like, go home. And she's like, yes, Ned, we're going home. And yes, mama still li- still lives with us. The girls still come by two to three times a week to play uh to play cards. And yes, I still do my poker lessons. This nigga left the his home because his wife was a nag. His mother-in-law was a nag. Her friends were a fucking nag. Ned the wino was a wino and homeless on purpose for eight years. There's your gender war in the 70s being shown to you, us, unabashedly, with, with no filter. This man left his family because his wife was a nag. Now we're going to bury this motherfucking good times once and for all. We're going to set its bones on fire. We're going to put the salt around the dead body, around the grave site, and rebury this motherfucker and to never ever discuss this shit ever again. Okay? Every male that was worth their weight in salt or gold was either dysfunctional or rejected. Period. Point blank. I don't know what else to say. So, um, that was my really, really quick, quick, uh, thing. Like I said, I, we, between me and Nick, we covered everything with this show. We destroyed, I don't think we've missed anything with this show at this point. Uh, Fishbone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Fishbone. Yeah. Fishbone. Okay. Prince Mill, Thank you. Fishbone. Ben Vereen, right? It was Ben Vereen. Dressed up in drag, huh? Remember the the, the funeral because they all thought Fishbone was dead, and he's in the back chilling, and he wanted to see how people were going to react to him being dead. And this nigga is in a full drag, and he comes out to the front, puts on this crazy ass act like, like everyone thought he was a woman, and he's acting a goddamn fool. So I'm oh my god, Fishbone, Fishbone! Ah. Come to find out. This nigga was alive the whole goddamn time. This nigga was like, don't give me my flowers when I'm dead. 
gave them to me while I'm alive. Nigga, did you have? A, but did you have to dress up as a woman to do this shit, though? <laughs> Wait, oh my god! But did he have to dress up as a woman to do all this shit? <laughs> he got the big ass hat on and shit. Oh, oh my god! Curious world. Oh, you watching episode one? Oh my gosh, bro, bro! You you'll see the dysfunction in that show. Give it another couple of episodes. You'll be like, what the fuck? Benny Bishop, what's happening? Wake the hell up. I see you, man. You, you calling it Rams 3527. Okay. Oh, you know what? Another wager. We'll put another wager up on it. Crazy Cuts, what's happening? Uh, Miss B, hey. Miss B, Zakiba, what's happening? Nino, bruh, I literally just watched the Ned DeWino episode literally right before I got on the stream. Because, you know, it's on TV1 on repeat. Like, you know, how it always does like the the the, the, the hourly blocks, right? And, um, yeah, the man chose to be homeless and become a wino because his wife was a goddamn nag. Oh my god. Uh, let me see. Prolific, what's happening? I skipped through holiday heart fuckery. Oh my god, that that's that's pretty bad. Holiday heart fuckery, y'all y'all lunching out fucks with good time. <laughs> Griff, you can have that bullshit. <laughs> Griff, you can have that show, man. That's a depressing ass show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Vontae, you think Planned Parenthood be targeting young black females? Uh, yes. Yes, they do. That's why they're in the hoods on purpose. Um, yeah, yeah, that was it as far as the good time. Yo, it's done. We 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 salted the bones and it's done. Done, 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 done. That's pretty much what I wanted to say. Those those two those three little instances. I wasn't trying to pass that off as a coincidence. By the way, is because of what you said. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Curious. It's all good. You'll see it, man. You'll see it. Hey, rising and what's happening? Uh, a wino was he drinking some of that taka vodka? Oh no, no, he um in the show was muscatel. I guess muscatel was like the drink of choice for everybody, right? Holiday, I got the bite. Wanted to crack it. Oh my god, that's a fucked up movie. That's a that's a oh oh oh. And then also the point that Nick made, uh, Walona's choice of men. Remember the episode when, um, Walona's guy friend was trying to get up, trying to get with with Thelma. Remember that episode, right? And remember how upset, uh, Walona got when Thelma finally spoke out and said, "Hey, he's trying to touch me, whatever." And she was like. You thought she was going to take his side to almost to a certain extent. That's how far she was into this dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, the alcoholic cousin. Oh, the uh, the one superstar who player, the ball player. Remember the ball player guy? He was an alcoholic, right? Because he 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 went to he went to college to play ball, and something happened, and he dropped out or flunked out, and they were at the party. And James and then uh, JJ is trying to keep this dude, you know, awake or basically from passing out because he he drank so much because I guess his life is going to shit. So you can't even go to college and be successful. All the successful men, for the most part, had some huge, huge issues or they were just pretty much, you know, rejected. Uh, Slayer Petty, special. <laughs> hey, Herschel, what's happening? I mean, it is what it is, man. Ray Malone, ex-husband, was Eddie from Superfly. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jesse. Hey, that that was pretty much it, guys. I didn't want to. I think I, I think we 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 killed this show. So, like I said, I'm gonna 
over the course of the next month or so, I'm going to watch different shows and take down notes, you know, and uh, we'll just destroy show by show. I'm going, I'm going to make it my personal mission to destroy your favorite shows. So Fresh Prince, Family Matters, Cosby Show. I've destroyed Cosby Show. I've destroyed it already. Okay, so brief, brief, uh, I'll briefly re-destroy it again real quick. Uh, the Cosby Show. Cliff was a simp. Claire ran the house. Uh, uh, Claire was a feminist. Sandra was a feminist. Elvin was emasculated. So was Cliff. Denise. Uh, Denise was the free spirit. Um, she, she, she bucked and rebelled their, their very rigid system that they had going on. Right. Denise was the free spirit. Vanessa, uh, the wild child. Um, the, the main, the main thing was Cliff was a simp at the end of the fucking day. He was a simp. She ran that house, you know, case in point, the, 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 the classic, the classic example is when Elvin was like, well, uh, aren't you going to serve your husband? And then, and then Cliff goes, oh shit. Right. Cliff does one of these like, and then Claire gives him that, gives him that look like, you mean serve my husband? You mean the way my husband serves me? I was like, oh, here we go. Even then I knew something didn't sound right when she was saying this shit. Right. <laughs> and how she broke it down well, in her way and how she broke it down feminist wise. And then, and then just like, you know, at the end, then at the end of the exchange, Elvin's like, well, can I serve you or can I make you some coffee? Like, fuck, man, fuck that show. Fuck the Cosby show. Fuck that show. Right. The Cosby show there. None of those kids had issues. Not no real issues. At the one time, uh, Vanessa drank, drank alcohol, snuck out. Right. But all the real major issues happened to other people's kids. Right. One of Denise's friends was pregnant. Right. Um, what else? What else? What else? There was some weird thing with Theo and Miss Braga, the, his teacher. It was some weird dynamic tension going on with that shit. Remember that, Miss Braga, the the mean Spanish lady, the teacher that 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 uh, Theo was like, I don't like her, man. I don't like her. And then, like when she came to the house, she did some weird shit with her hair with the, with the white husband. Y'all come on now. Y'all walk with me with this one. Y'all know what I'm talking about. All right. And then um, they always made it seem like Claire's job was more important than Cliff's. Right. Like. Cliff was always. He would always come home dog tired. Right. The dragon lady. Thank you, Shogun. They called her the dragon lady. Right. Cliff would come home dog ass tired from delivering babies. But you never saw. Claire, she would uh, every once in a while writing down notes for a case, whatever. But it was Cliff that was always tired from work. What the fuck? When did Claire go to work? And then she did. But one time you seen her in court, the one time. But for the most part, you thought she had all the free time in the world, right? Yeah, Cliff was a simp. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was. Yeah. There's a lot of weird shit going on with the, with the Cosby show. A lot of weird shit, right? And then um, Theo 
okay, Theo, he grew up, went to college, became a teacher. Then, okay, so then you got into the dysfunction of the kids, Theo's kids. Remember, Theo was a teacher, and all these little inner city kids, these little black and brown kids had all these fucked up ass problems and home situations, and, and, and Theo tried to fix everything, and he couldn't. He was a low-paid teacher, right? Uh, he was a male, a, a lowly-paid black male teacher, right? And you know the studies say that whatever the case may be, I, you know, we, we teach our own better than others. But um, he had all these little black and brown kids with all these fucked-up-ass home situations, right? Uh, the, little, the little whole, the whole, what's up? Oh, okay. I'll see you when, uh, when you get back. Hi. Right. Um. Oh, don't worry, Miss B. I'm. A, I'm. Listen, all the all the nigga shows that y'all love. Holy shit, sin. I'm watching Good Times right now, but as your producer, I got a co-sign or whatever you're saying, just because VSG bitch. <laughs> Why she do that? Sin. 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 Sin's a mess. Sin's a whole mess. Uh, remember when Theo had the the friend who left the joint in his book? That's right. The drug issue. Theo said it swore but that wasn't his. The parents were looking at him like, nigga, it's in your book. And then the one friend came over and fessed up. Said, yeah, it was my joint in my in the in the book. Whatever the case may be. Um, the one thing that bothered me was the whole when you know Cliff would give the kids the knee ride. Remember when Cliff would bring all the little kids over? And he and getting the little rides on on his knee, that was weird to me because these were like seven, eight, nine year old kids. I would not want you giving my seven, eight, nine year old kid a ride on your knee, like the bucking the bucking Bronco game. I, I that just that just wouldn't wouldn't sit right with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, cockroach was a degenerate. You never met cockroach's parents, right? Was he a latchkey kid? Was he adopted? We we don't know what the fuck was going on with his situation. But he was always over there. He's always hungry, always eating their food, right? Um, just weird shit going on with the, with the Cosby Show. Just some weird shit, man. You know what I mean? Uh, so James, what's that? That's that's what's up, bro. Have a good one at work. Um, so that's yeah, yeah. The the Bucking Bronco ride, Dartmouth. That's yeah, the weird the weird shit. And then the, the, the little the little the little white boy. The little fat white boy that never said anything, but it would just come by. Right? Oh, oh, Rudy. Rudy was a feminist in training. How did she treat Bud? How did Rudy treat Bud? How did Rudy treat Bud? Exactly. Exactly. How did she treat Bud? She disrespected. She wouldn't even call him his name. She Bud. Right? Cockroach says family never did stuff like the Theos. Exactly. Cockroach came from a, a dysfunctional home. Right? Remember the episode when Bud and Rudy were going back and forth at it about ideologies between man and woman? Bud was like, well, my brother said the man's supposed to run everything. The man does this. The man does that. He tells the woman what to do. What Rudy say? What did Rudy say? Um, 
No, bud. That ain't that's not how no, you know me ain't tell me what to do. Rudy was a little black fucking feminist. That whole household, the women ran the men. Okay. The women ran the men. Remember the episode when Denise tried to make him a Gordon Gartrell shirt? This bitch made him the most fucked up ass shirt possible. Did she do it on purpose? Who knows? But they would go out of their way to make Theo look bad or feel dumb. Remember when when, when Denise came home from college to visit and all her friends would come by and they would kind of take turns making jokes at Theo because he, clearly Theo liked him, you know? You know what I'm saying? Every chance they got, they ran those men, emasculated those men in front of company, right? At home. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Okay? So we all agree Martin is untouchable. No, Miss B, I have problems with Martin as well. Uh, Martin's real Martin's real quick and simple. I ain't got to go real deep with Martin, okay? CC, yes, believe it. Believe it, mama. It's, 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 what I say is, is the goddamn actual factual. I'm not here to lie to you people. I don't get paid to lie to people, okay? Um, uh, Martin, I, I can give Martin the real quick work before I get about here. Real quick. I, I'll give Martin real quick work. Um, but the Cosby show, lots of feminist tropes, lots of it. Take your pick. Take your fucking pick. Now, let me get into Martin real quick. Let's get into Martin. Martin, single mama, no daddy. He never knew who his dad was. All right. How come Martin, how come Martin's mama never told him about his daddy? That's the first obvious thing to me. How come Martin's mama never ever told Martin about his daddy? What happened to Martin's daddy? Why was Martin's daddy not in his life? Now, if we're going off how we how we see Martin's mama, clearly that's a goddamn masculine woman. And clearly as a, a woman, that's not going to hold her tongue. So I could understand why the daddy ain't there. Oh, wait, wait. Iron Fire, don't leave out Vanessa's boyfriend. Robert made all light-skinned brother. Oh, my God. Yes, Robert. That nigga Robert, Vanessa. She ran his ass, too. Right? Every woman in the Cosby show, pretty much a feminist. Pretty much a non-submissive woman. Pretty much... uh what we have with majority of women today or ideologies today, strong, black, independent, don't need the man. Okay. This is the Cosby show. All right. So with Martin, we didn't know who his daddy was. They never mentioned it. Okay. Um, let's get into Gina and Pam. The light skin, dark skin. I hate to say, it, but this is, this is what happened. Gina was on top, Pam was on bottom. Pam worked for Gina. Somehow, in actuality, the better looking woman was Pam, by far. But she could not keep a man. Or, the men she attracted were fucking degenerates. Okay? Gina, um, went to college. I would assume her character was part of the, of the Divine Nine. Um, everything was pretty much handed to her. She came from a two-parent home, right? 
She had a strong father figure, you know, good mother figure, right? So Gina's parents, you know, she came from good stock, right? But then Martin would always denigrate Pam for her dark skin attributes, namely her hair. And then Pam had this uh, subconscious uh, issues with her hair. That's why she's always talking about her weave and the beady beads and the buckshots. You know what I'm saying? So even back then with Martin, we saw where it got to the point where the woman was so insecure about her her own natural hair. She was she was stuck with the she was on the weaves. You know, that was it was a running joke, but still, right? Okay. Oh my god, Cole was a fucking Cole was just a, a retard. Okay. Cole was a retard. Tommy was Tommy a drug dealer? Was was Tommy a scammer? We never we never knew what Tommy did. Tommy got money. He was a hustler, but we never knew what he did. Right? And Tommy plus Tommy slept with a lot of he was sexually um aggressive with women. Uh, he, well, I mean like he had a lot of women. Right, right, right. No, but CC, we never you never they never talked about Gina's Gina never had a weave in the show. They never mentioned they never said she had a weave. It was always Pam and her weave. Pam and her and her buckshots. It was always that. Okay. Um, Tommy was what? What the fuck did Tommy do? Tommy was a YouTuber. <laughs> okay, Darman. So Martin didn't have a close relationship with his father. That he left Martin and the rest of his family when he was eight years old. Okay, 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 okay. Um, and then and then remember the episode when Martin found out Gina made more money. Okay. It, it even it, even in this day, it would still bother most men. This, niggas going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. It would still bother most men if his woman made more money than him. Because money uh, dictates who runs what in the household. Okay? Th- that's, that's some real shit. Um, okay. And then to make him feel better, she, she, she finagled it to, well, if you break it down per hour... You make more than me, right? And remember the time he let her stay home from work after she got fired? He's like, no, you stay home. Fuck that job. I'm going to go to, I'm going to work. You stay home. She got caught up in the soaps and eating eating chocolate candies and shit. But then what happened? Somehow Gina it became a little bit more than what Martin could handle. And he was trying to get her to go back to work, which was, you know, which was, I, it was a twist. It was a funny twist. Um, she didn't want to, but she didn't want to stay home. Remember she, all, she didn't want to stay home. She wanted to go back to work. Okay. And if it's one common theme you always see with these shows, if the woman is working, she used to working and she has a chance to sit at home for a while. She don't want to stay there because that means that means she's expected to do this and this and this to the house, keep the house clean, cook. They don't want to do that. They always want to go back to work. Okay. Time Lord, what's going on, big dog? Um, Tommy was working with me and them. <laughs> Gigi's BMF. Oh my god, y'all niggas killing me. Um, if you the bitch make more money than you, your your, your love is contingent. Exactly. Um, don't forget White Bob from marketing was he was the hell in football. Yo, so there was issues with Martin. Even though Martin's like to me is probably the 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 closest you'll get to a per, a perfect sitcom. Uh, you had the, the dark skin, light skin issues. You had the dysfunctional men. You had deadbeat issues, whatever the case may be. Um, 
the one episode that struck that strikes me the, the the little boy that thought Martin was Martin thought it was his, was his, was his son. So why would you have this little black boy that clearly has a mother and a father? They're married. Why the fuck would he leave home to come hang out with Martin and try to convince Martin he's his son? So what's going on with that daddy in that home to where your son was like, you know what? I'm going to reject all of your archetype and go way the fuck over here to accept his archetype. And even though he's not my father, remember, because she's like, no, Martin, he has a father. And I don't know why he's doing all this. But when I, you know, when I talk to his father, we're going to get it straightened out. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't want to move. Whatever the case may be. I mean, there's certain isn't there's there's enough things. There's enough fuck shit in Martin that you could pick out. Okay, I'm just not really trying to get you all in depth into the shit. Um, but Pam was by far the better looking woman than Gina. But like I said, light skin on top, dark skin on bottom. Pam's best relationship was not Tommy. It was Jerome. Jerome. She had a better connection with Jerome than she did Tommy. How does that work? How does how does Pam have a better relationship? And I mean, as far as temperament, getting along better. She got along better with Jerome than Tommy. Jerome treated her right. Jerome was the, the type of dude. It would would was Jerome a, would you would you consider Jerome a dusty beta male? Is Jerome a dusty beta male in you guys' eyes? Right. Mind you. Pam works for a marketing firm. You know, she has access to upper echelon men. Okay. Um, she's part of the women's group. Remember that women's group, that women's empowerment group between, you know, her and Gina versus Shanene and Lo- Loquisha. Remember that whole bullshit. So you had that dynamic. You had entre- entrepreneurs versus corporate America. Remember, Shanene and Lo- Loquisha, they were entrepreneurs. Shanene owned her own shop, her own business. So you had that dynamic, corporate versus um, entrepreneurs, right? <clears throat> so for whatever reason, Pam and, Pam and Tommy didn't work out, right? But she had a better connection with Jerome. Make that make sense. Make it make sense. So, so why was Jerome a dusty beta male, though? Why? I, I wouldn't... Was he, he was dusty to you guys? For real? Really? Cole was dusty. Yeah, Miss B, I give Cole that. Not Jerome. Jerome, listen, Jerome had his own place. Right? He had income for whatever reason. He could get, he can get it with, he can get it with you. Whatever you need, he can get it for you. He just never got his teeth fixed. I mean, he had to go to his, remember, Jerome ran his own casino. Jerome ran his own casino. Jerome was, for whatever reason, self-employed. Right? For whatever reason, he was self-employed. Um, yeah, Cole got his yeah, but she was just as dumb and dim with it as him. But you know, water seeks its own level, which which is cool. Yes, Jerome. That's right. Jerome lent the money, right? He sure Jerome was a hustler. Yes, he was a hustler. Jerome was not 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 dusty to me. He was not dusty to me. And then you had Stan, the old pervert, right? Who who liked old old women? He was always scheming and scamming. They want to pay taxes. 
this nigga got the face the the the, the face job so he couldn't be recognized by the feds you know what i'm saying um they put martin through a lot of bullshit though right um you know every time he got closer to one to achieve his dreams whatever he get knocked back down and make him go back to the radio station for whatever for whatever the reason you know what i'm saying so um a lot of arcs with that with, with the martin character but it is what it is i i i thought jerome was the, was the dude like Jerome is the type of man that would make Pam submit. Let's be honest. Jerome is probably the nigga on paper she shouldn't be with, but needed to be with. Yes, Simona, thank you. How Gina strong-armed Martin into marrying her. Yes. Um, Remember, she left from New York the first time, and she was like, she basically gave him an ultimatum, like, I want to get married, whatever. Martin wasn't ready to do that. And she, you know, she went to New York. So we had that whole get down spiel with that. That whole character arc thing going on. Why why would you have to strongly arm this man? If he was not ready, he's not ready. He's not leaving you anytime. Right? Oh, my God. Easy. <laughs> Easy talking. Big Shirley. Big Shirley. Okay. Another. Another character driven stereotype to a, certain, to a certain extent. The big black woman. Right, that likes to eat and drink a lot. That that pays her man to be with her to a certain extent, right? Big Shirley, because Cole had no place to go. And we laugh at niggas that fuck with these big bitches because they have no place to go, right? Tax season, whatever, or it's getting cold outside. Your mom kick you out, whatever the case may be. You go, you go, you go find you a big bitch. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a lot of things. There's a lot of things wrong with Martin. A lot of things, but yo, I'm gonna get about here. I'm gonna get about here. Um, I will, I will watch this fucking killer Mike shit, this trigger shit, and I'm going to destroy Killer Mike. I'm gonna watch it today, so hopefully I can stream tonight or tomorrow and, and get that get that out to you guys. So let me get about here. Go run these errands and 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 go get go get lost for a bit. Um, yo. Uh, who was who was the singing mechanic? What was his name? Is uh Elroy? I like Elroy. All all the male characters, all the the, the weird ones, like King Beef. King Beef was the, the the alpha, right? He was he was go King Beef, go King Beef, and he had the fucking hair on his chest, and he had all the women behind him. Uh, who, who uh, Elroy? Elroy at the Roscoe, the little boy. Roscoe was. Clearly came from a very dysfunctional home. He didn't nobody knew where the fuck he came from, but he came from somewhere. Bruh man from the fifth floor. And then Hustle Man. I love Hustle Man, but damn, it's like, come on, man. Like, y'all making this look really, really bad. Like all the look at all the look at all the black men on Martin. Are these black men, are these upstanding black men? Are these black men you you would want to be associated with? Are these black men you would want to date and have children with for the most part? You know what I'm saying? So, um, Dragonfly Jones, fucking old Otis, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> it's cool though. <laughs> still my favorite, still my favorite comedy. But there's things wrong with it though. Yeah, Dartman, the whole Shanae thing. As uh, I, I, you know, they all had. To do, I get it. Flip Wilson and you know, they all had to do it. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm not happy with it, but I get it. You know. Um. But the Shanene thing was just like, like, just like Shanique, uh, Jamie Foxx's, uh, what was his, what was his character's name? 
over the top loud, uh, very masculinely built, like a Serena. Okay, let's be honest. Shanene was built like the way Serena is now, right? We all we all think Serena's a fucking man. Let's be honest. A lot of us think Serena is a female to male transfer. I for one, I lean towards that. I'll be and I know it sounds crazy and far fetched, but yes, I um uh, I tend to lean to that. Uh she I I I, I lean to that idea. Wanda. Wanda and Shanene predate Serena Williams. You can debate me all you want. Physically, this is what this is what Serena. This is how they, you know, this they're Serena. You know what I'm saying? Um, she's built too exact. I know, I know buff bitches. Okay, I've I've knocked down enough buff bitches to know to know the way the way Serena's built. I don't know. But then you know, if it, there's some buff chicks, if you look at them, you would think, "Oh my God, that's a man!" Like, no, that's that's a woman. She's just on some serious hormones. But it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, yeah, Shanene and Wanda are are they predate Serena, right? Stupid big ass, big fucking arms and legs, big ass titties and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm out of here. I got some work to do. I'll catch you guys later. All right. Thanks for hanging out. Peace. Oh, super chat. Cindy. Oh, crazy ass. Uh, wake the hell up. And Corey. Corey, email me. Thank you for the super chat. I'll catch you guys uh catch you guys later. All right. Peace. <laughs>